Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Eric Salee is on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline from CBSSports.com. Hi, Barrett. Hey, you know what? Missouri did that this week, too. They took a sack away from somebody and a forced fumble away from somebody. I'm like, well, how come you guys didn't know this, like, Saturday night? Why couldn't y'all send it then? I mean, this is Monday when they sent it out. So, uh, you know, maybe, Justin, since you're putting yourself through that torture again, you can do some film study and figure it out. I can't count uh, and do the show, so I can watch people run around and hit each other. I don't know about counting sacks and things, so I don't know about all that. But um, speaking of Missouri, let's start there. We need to talk about Arkansas, obviously. Not much about Missouri State, though, hopefully. Um, Brian Harson really, really needs to not lose this game, right, this week as the touchdown favorite? There's no doubt. Um, you know, I think the interesting thing is if, if he loses, he's done. If he loses next week to LSU, he's done. If he loses to Georgia, he's done. That's the bye week, right? So any one of those three, he's fired. The problem is if you let him coach to the Georgia game and for whatever reason, somehow, some way, he upsets Georgia, you're letting him coach himself back into the job. Yeah. Which is the last thing you want to do. So, you know, I've heard from a lot of Auburn people and – the general consensus is, well, they don't want to do that to their seniors. And, and look, I get it. I 100% understand that. But you're also running the risk of him coaching himself back into the job. And, you know, we all talk about, all you know, Brian Harson and all the follies and stuff like that. He beat the team that went to the Sugar Bowl last year. He beat Arkansas, which was in the top ten, I believe, at the time. So, him coaching himself back into the job is not the most outlandish situation. Yes, but the thought of Auburn beating Georgia is too much of a stretch of my imagination at this point. Sure, 100%. Frankly, anybody outside of maybe Alabama or Ohio State beating Georgia is too much of a stretch of my imagination at this point. I would say there are some very bad – maybe the Falcons couldn't even beat Georgia at this point. I say that in joking. I know NFL teams would be 35-point favorites over college teams, but okay. I, it's still a joke. Is it, though? Um, eh, maybe not. <laughs> if the Falcons, Falcons fan, maybe not. If the Falcons were up in the fourth, I'd really be worried about them. That's for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so hey, yeah, but you know, hey, we were close to we, we were close to upsetting the Rams last week, and that was after a furious comeback. But we were still losing, so we blow games whether we're up or we're down. That's the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> well. I'll say this, and I may be the only thing person that thinks this. I think you upgraded at quarterback, so we'll see. And Matt Ryan's not really doing much to hurt that opinion right now. Their team is struggling, not only because yes, of him. They are. Okay, so Arkansas last week, Missouri State gave them all they wanted. Arkansas turns it over three times, which were pretty critical. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually were watching the play where they end up fumbling on the one, I think, but they ended up not scoring on a long pass play, which would have got them in the end zone before that, so like they didn't have to worry about it. Two inches short. Yeah. Three inches short. And welcome to my world. Anyway, so <laughs> what, uh, what were your takeaways from the Missouri State game? Is it panic time? For Arkansas, or you think, uh, you know, maybe not, not not too much? I was going to say with that last quote, they might take your FTC license away. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, I mean, I'd like to be six uh, feet I'll, tall, and I'm barely 5'9", Barrett, is what I meant to say. Oh, that's the joke. Obviously. The joke. What'd you think God, I meant? God, obviously. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, I, I think that the, you know, Arkansas, nothing to worry, a little to worry about, right? I think part of that was they were just looking ahead. And 
look, I know folks will say, well, it's Bobby Petrino. How could they do that? The players don't care. Like, they, they weren't around for that stuff. The, mm-hmm. the boosters and the fans obviously do. But I think, look, the turnovers were there. The special teams issues were there. It just was a sloppy, stupid game that they won by, what, 11? Yeah. You know, it just, I just – I understand the frustration, and it doesn't help that it's Bobby Petrino. But I don't think it's anything to worry about. Look, the, the pass defense – the thing with Arkansas, how do they have the worst pass defense in the country and the most sacks in the country? Like, <laughs> those two things do not seem like they're possible. No. But, you know, I think that's a little, a little bit concerning, but not this week against Texas State now. Okay, so let's talk about this matchup. Texas A&M is the favorite, okay, in this game. Do you do you agree that should be the case, or do you are you like us and uh, are scratching your head a little bit on that? And again, it's two points, but still. Yeah, I'm scratching my head a little bit on it. I think maybe it's because the public saw the Missouri State game and are like, I don't know about Arkansas, but if they watch the A&M Miami game, they should be more concerned about Texas A&M because yeah, they got the win, great, that's awesome. They got beat in basically every single category except game management because Mario Cristobal's game management <laughs> was horrific. So that's the reason they lost. Now, you know, that's part of the game. I get it, but they didn't solve any of their issues. You know, Max Johnson was 10 of 20. They didn't pass the ball at all. The only thing that we learned is that, hey, you know what? Max Johnson is not just going to hand it over to the other team like Haynes King, which is progress, but – is it enough to be in a favorite over Arkansas? I don't think so, especially considering, you know, Arkansas's M.O. is on the line of scrimmage. That's what App State did, and they won that game relatively easily. So, yeah, I just I don't understand it. I think Arkansas wins outright. I think it might be a 10-point victory. I think it's, it's that much of a mismatch. I hope you're right. And Arkansas gets slusher back, which we think is going to be a positive for a porous pass defense so far. So maybe they can shore up the back end a little bit better with him back in the game. So. Is Rocket Sanders a guy that, if he continues what he's doing, that can get on the national radar? Heisman talk. Is he there yet with three 100-yard rushing games? He should, but he won't just because I don't think the public will recognize it until, like, November, right? And, you know, I think if a running back's going to win the Heisman or at least be in the conversation, they have to be on a national championship caliber team. And – Arkansas is just not that right now. I mean, they might be, but the public doesn't realize that yet. Mm -hmm. So it's going to take an awful lot. That said, I think folks in the SEC certainly know about it. I've talked to some members of some coaching staffs around the conference this week, and they are fully aware of what he's doing and fully aware of how dangerous that rushing attack is. So uh, nationally, I still think it's going to take a little while, though. Got a cool name and everything. I mean, Rocket yeah. Rocket for Heisman. I mean, it's just it's got it's catchy for sure. When he's got a chance this week, hey, ESPN. Happened before. True. Let me ask you about last week's game with Florida. I went and looked at the numbers, and we pay close attention or closer attention than you normally would for South Florida because they've got a Arkansas native playing quarterback who transferred from Baylor. His numbers, yeah. and I love Gary, but his numbers were atrocious last week, uh, <laughs> and yet they still almost beat Florida. What the heck is going on with the Gators? Well, they can't throw. Their quarterback's worse than Bo Hannon. <laughs> you know, I think we all kind of got caught up in the Anthony Richardson hype. And the truth is, he did not pass well against against uh, Utah at all. He did pull the previous two games. The dude has four interceptions and is one of very few quarterbacks, qualifying quarterbacks, who have a throw and touchdown pass. So, I think 
he got banged up a little bit. That explains why he didn't necessarily run all that much against Kentucky. He didn't do it against South Florida either. But, I mean, if, if, you're, if you're not going to progress as a passer, then you're not going to be effective. So I think that's really all there is to it. He can't pass, and until he proves that he can, I don't think anybody's going to buy stock in him. Last year, Arkansas ended a nine-game losing streak against the Aggies. Is that something Florida or Tennessee can do with Florida? I don't think the losing streak's that bad, but Florida's owned that series. I love Tennessee this week. I think they could boat race them. I do, too. Um, you know, Tennessee won what was it, five years ago. That's it. They've lost 16 to 17. Uh, that's going to change because Tennessee, I mean, they're a 10-and-a-half-point favorite, and I think – the majority of the reason why it's not at least a two-touchdown spread is because of Florida's dominance. Yep. But in reality, that doesn't matter. And, like, Tennessee is like Arkansas, right? Like, they get in the backfield. They cause havoc plays in the backfield. And so Anthony Richardson in second and long and third and long situations just sounds like an awful, awful idea. So, I just yeah, I don't think Tennessee is going to have much issue at all. Yeah, I think it's just that point spread that scares you a little bit that – it, I don't know. I think Tennessee's all over. It's kind of a down week in the SEC. When your third best game, I guess, would be Auburn, Missouri. Is that it? Is that the third best game? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Vandy, Alabama is awful. Um, yeah, I mean, South Carolina, Charlotte, not really much to talk about there. Yeah, Auburn, Missouri is probably it in terms of point spreads and I mean, maybe intrigue, sad and pathetic and depressing intrigue, but yeah. intrigue nonetheless. Hey, Barrett, let me ask you about the Tulsa game, Tulsa Ole Miss. Ole Miss's defense has been the storyline for me, and they're not as sexy as off on offense as they've been, but the defense I think is legit. And this is an offense in Tulsa that's been really good. They're expecting a relatively high-scoring affair. But I, I wouldn't be shocked if Ole Miss – I'm not saying they're going to shut them out like they did Georgia Tech last week, but I, I think this is a good test for them. What uh, what do you think of Ole Miss's defense, and and can they do enough offensively to contend? I think it's lights out. I love that defense. I think they've been they're just fundamentally sound, and that that's the most important thing because they've got talent. And then, you know, I know you look at competition and say Ole Miss hadn't played anybody. Their defense was so bad last year that doing it against an eleven team uh, offense is still massive progress. And their running game is just absolutely lethal. So the passing game, that'll come. We know Lincoln can handle that. They run the ball. They play defense. And when the passing game, when the aerial attack gets going, that's a, that's a pretty dangerous, dangerous you know, foundation that they have. So I'm buying Ole Miss 100%. Uh, in the notes here from the SEC, it says that Tulsa leads this series 3 to nothing. Is that right? <laughs> can't remember the last game that, that they played, but probably have in the to believe 50s or something. Right I don't know. That. That's weird. This would be the first ever Ole Miss win over Tulsa. There's some motivation for wow. you guys. Okay. Did they play like in the Did they play in like the Houston Nut era? They played in your grandfather's era. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. What did you learn, uh, LSU Mississippi State last week? Yeah, I guess the the only thing that I learned is that LSU's offensive line at least has some hope. You know, I thought. Mississippi State would get back in the backfield and, and disrupt Jaden Daniels. And they did, just not as much as I thought they would. So I guess that was it because they looked so bad against Florida State in that in that opener. And, you know, they got, I guess got a tune-up in week two. And then, I don't know if they fixed the switch, but fixed it enough to at least keep 
themselves competitive. So that was the biggest thing. I think Jaden Daniels is an effective passer. He's not great, but he's not terrible, and he can run. Uh, and then getting John Emery back, I think, will help them moving forward. 1964, the last time Tulsa and Ole Miss really? met. Hurricanes lead it right. three zip. There you go. There's Lane Excuse Kiffin's uh, talking not, point. Not plural. Not plural. They're just the Golden, Golden Hurricane. Hurricane. There's only Kane. one of them. Yeah, let's be honest. I mean, do we really need pairs of hurricanes? I mean, one is plenty, isn't it? Well, I mean, the city of Tulsa hasn't really received a hurricane before, right? No, just the golden one. I mean, what are we talking about here? I don't know. You know, I think you can. I mean, Miami's already. Uh, that Miami's plural, though, right? Yeah, yes, the they have multiple. They have multiple. They have multiple hurricanes. They can down come there. from all angles yes. down there at the point. The golden hurricane is the NIL money raining down on the program. I don't know what what that is actually, but anyway. Uh, so you like Arkansas? You like um, how about the how about the mismatches this week? Who who covers more easily, Kent State, Georgia, or Vanderbilt, Alabama? You'll uh, see. I think both of those teams don't cover. Okay, I, I actually can I can get with that. They're both in the 40s, right? 40, I think, 41, I think, for Alabama. What's the is it 44 for Georgia? 46. Okay. For State. I think I think the underdog. I'll tell you nationally, UCF is laying like 17, hosting Georgia Tech. UCF might win that game by 50. Jeff Collins might get fired before he leaves that stadium. Really? Yeah. Get more faith in Gus than we do. Gus plus John Rice Plumley is dangerous. Georgia Tech must be terrible. I, I didn't see it. I just saw the final score and the fact that Ole Miss oh, embarrassed them. They're, yeah. they're an atrocious football team. <laughs> awful. Okay. We've seen that. There you go. There's your there's your tip from Barrett on the uh, the bets at Oakland, folks. Have at it. All right, buddy. Thank you for the time. Talk to you in a couple weeks. All right. See you guys. Rocket Later. for Heisman, Barrett. Start banging that drum.